Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. What's up, FFP ladies? Welcome back to the second mini-sode. Thanks for joining me. I got some great feedback on the last one, um, so this will obviously be a regular thing, which I'm really excited about because I love talking to myself. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys had a good long weekend. It is Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day for me, or Memorial Day weekend, so thank you to all who have served, especially um, those of you who are on our team, one of them being our coach, Nicole. She was in the Navy believe it or not. Go back to that episode and listen to her story. It's wild. I would have never guessed that she's had the life that she's had. She's just such a normal grandma. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, so anyway, my weekend was really good. Had a wedding on Friday, which was a total banger. It was really fun. Oh, and I totally slayed at this wedding. I looked so good. Like I, it was my night. It was my crowd guys. Cause I'm telling you, I looked hot. I had this super cute dress on. It was this, um, satin little number that I didn't like need to wear a bra with, which is a dream come true. Uh, because the way it was cut, um, <clears throat> the way that the dress was made, like it perfectly, it looked like I had sticky boobs on the, and it brought my boobs perfectly together. Um, you could see a lot of it, but <laughs> who cares? Um, and with my haircut, my makeup, my, my, my jewelry, I had like so many, I'm not joking. So many people come up to me and be like, you look so beautiful. I was looking at you earlier and then you just, that look, you're just killing it. Or, um, and even the bride, she came up to me. She's like, my cousin's been staring at you all night. I'm like, is this like a boy? Is this going to get really awkward? Where's my boyfriend? Let's make him jealous. <laughs> but it was another girl. <laughs> She wasn't hitting on me, but she was, like, commenting to the bride. I think she was in the bridal party. I can't remember her name. Um, About, you know, just my my look or whatever. Um, And then the next day, uh, Mark and I went out to brunch. And I had left, got up to go to the bathroom. And this waitress just stopped me. She goes, oh, hi. I'm like, "Mm, hello? (laughs) Can I help you? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, my name's Kaylee, by the way. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, nice to meet you too. Like, she stopped me like mid-track. And I'm like, what? Can I? Hello? <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I saw you last night um, at the bar that we did went to the after party at this bar called the Lucky Duck, which is a super cool spot in Nashville. And she's like, I saw you there and you just look so beautiful. You were slaying that look. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Like you're a bartender, right? She goes, no, we were just out there drinking and 
I was like, well, thank you so much, you know, <laughs> wow. And then I went back to my seat and my boyfriend was like, what was that all about? I was like, <clears throat> well, just got another compliment, just getting, you know, recognized off the street, if you will. <laughs> so that was my night. Um, all right, what else? Uh, we stayed up like way too late on Friday night. Like we're, I'm closing my eyes at like 2 a.m., which is my worst nightmare. So I like had a, I called a sleep hangover where <laughs> the whole day on Saturday, I was just useless, but I generally like to just trek through that because I'm not a good napper and then it ends up ruining the rest of the day. And my boyfriend is a big Miami Heat fan and they're in the playoffs. So I really wanted to watch the game with him. He's somehow roped me into that, y'all. Like, I don't know why, but now it's just interesting. Well, I understand it a little bit more and I don't know. Anyway, so we went somewhere and watched the game and uh, Sunday we went to the pool. My pool, my apartment community has a, a pool, which it was a little cloudier than I wanted it to be, but I love a good pool day and I would be out there all day, every day if I could, but <laughs> I just love, generally I love the water. I'm a big water gal. And if I'm near a body of water, I need to go at least look at it. Like <clears throat> Mark is from Miami, as do you guys know. <laughs> and anytime I'm there, I'm like, I have to go to the beach or go see water. We actually, we've been dating for nearly two years now and we have not actually done a beach day, but that's for another day. <laughs> um, we've gone to the, the Keys a couple of times, which it's, that's, they're not, that's not real beachy down there just cause it's more fishing and they're on, the islands are like rocks. So it's not like a beach unless they create one. So, but it's been beautiful anyway. So as the summer is approaching, I know a lot of us are going to be slipping into those bikinis real soon, or if you haven't already, um, and I know that tends to be a big hiccup, a big setback, whatever you want to call it for us lady folk, because we're often really insecure. <laughs> and even though I can describe myself as a confident person, I of course have my days where I do feel flabby and gross. I'm all pasty and bumpy and you know, there's there's always something that we could nitpick about ourselves and say that that it's ugly regardless of other people's opinions or whatnot. So, this is kind of what I wanted to talk about today because the summer's approaching and we still want to go out and have fun with our friends and family and have that pool day or be out on the boat and just want you just want to have a good time, right? Without having to think about that or covering up and, you know, sucking it in. <laughs> but um, so this is just my reminder to that to you guys that you have the power to change how you feel. And that is cliche. God, I hate using that word, but it is, it is cliche, but it's so true. You, you have the power to, um, you know, change really anything that you don't like, but really, I don't want it to sound because you can really go down a deep, dark rabbit hole with, with that, because yeah, you, there are those people with mental illness that will spend hundreds of thousands of thousands of dollars on plastic surgery to look like Barbie or something like that. But the, the power like comes from within. The confidence comes from within, right? You can do things to make yourself feel better about yourself, right? You can 
um, go to the gym, you can go on your walk, you can, you know, eat the right amount of calories each day. You can do all these things that we preach, right? Um, And then some people will still um, experience that roadblock of like, I'm doing all the things, but but you somehow feel dissatisfied. But if you are really doing all the things, there will be part of you that will be feeling a lot better and really confident about something that you may not have felt like confident about prior to this journey, right? So really stay on the course (laughs) as we preach here. This stuff takes time, changing your physique, changing your habits, all of it takes time. And I'll say it time and time again, for my own personal journey, I've been doing it for about two years now, and um, I do often get discouraged. Um, I don't know if I'd say often, but there have been many times that I've gotten discouraged where it's like the scales aren't doing anything. I don't see much difference here or there. Um, you know, just you, you look for things to be negative about, right? That's kind of how we are somehow. (laughs) But as I've stayed the course these two years, it's like, wow. And it really takes, there's one time, um, at the beginning of the year, Lindsay, she's my coach, um, showed me a side-by-side photo of my year difference. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. Really? No way. (laughs) (laughs) like, look at this and that. And, you know, physique wise, and I've always, I always feel good. I always have energy. I sleep good. I go to the bathroom like a regular good person, but, um, it was just, so I'm really in it personally for the physique goals. That's my, my why, I guess. (laughs) But anyway, the point is, is that if you don't feel good and confident about yourself now, that's not going to change when you have a six pack. We've all heard that, that, you know, you, you have these, you can have these physique goals to look good in that bikini and feel confident in that bikini. But you get that you're very, you can be a super self-disciplined person. I think Nicole talked about this in one of her episodes. Gosh, there's so many already. Um, But you do all these things and you have the physique, but you still feel so dissatisfied with yourself. Um, So that's what I mean by, you know, confidence comes with from within. And one of the things I used to tell people, be like, how are you so confident? You know, what do I do? And or even if they're not asking for advice, I just give it anyway. (laughs) One of the things that I've taught I've learned and I've taught myself is that in those moments of insecurity, I'm just feeling about myself that I really am still beautiful. (laughs) For one, you got to tell yourself that, that that's really where it starts is just telling yourself you're beautiful. Find one thing that you love about your body. And that's why I love Danny D. If you haven't listened to this past Monday's episode, that's like her whole thing. And the, what we talk about during that episode like what you love our, our, um, which we call our journeys and loving our bodies more. Um, and it is a journey. There's always going to be social media and other people just telling you that, Oh, you should fix this. Oh, do you have this flabby arm or this weird looking nose? You can fix it. I mean, you can, but what is it going to serve you? And it, it feels so vain to me and I hate feeling vain, But I also, you know, it can be such like a rabbit hole, right? So the big place to start, like, yeah, whatever, get the the nose job, I don't care. But where it starts is from within and saying that you are beautiful. Look at, like, literally go 
to the mirror right now and say, you are beautiful. It sounds so, um, like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm on like this, like this stage of, um, you know, like Tony Robbins, you know, just be like, go to the front of the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. You are. And tell yourself that and find things that you do look at it. And because you know what? I, d- I talked about this in the last week's episode or this past episode, but Danny, my experience when I was growing up and <laughs> shopping for new bathing suits. And um, if you haven't listened to it, I'll tell it again. But otherwise, I'm going to repeat myself. So when I was growing up in a really conservative home, I um, would have to find new bathing suits each year because you're a girl and that's what you do because it's fun. And I'd go shopping with my mom and we'd have it would take forever to find the right bathing suit because I have big titties. And um, yeah, that was the biggest, biggest thing. <laughs> I had to cover those up. So you'd find the little tankini and this and the little boy sh- board shorts and it wasn't sexy at all. I mean, you don't need to be sexy at 13, but to a girl, you want to, f- you know, wear the cute, cute little bathing suits that you see all your friends wearing and feel good in it. Sexy was the right word. I take that back. <laughs> I was a teenager, but you get, you catch my drift. So it would take forever to find one that I really, really liked and felt super cute in, but was also approved by my mother. And I remember one time we were at, I think it was Gordman's, if you guys remember that. And we just could not, we've gone to 10 stores at that point and we just could not find it. And I just, in a fit of rage, hilarious rage, because we laughed really hard after this. I just grabbed this grandma, literally a grandma bathing suit. I was like, why don't I just wear this? He just busted out laughing because it was so frustrating trying to find something that I liked. Um, and then, you know, believe it or not, I would still have to be told to put on a T-shirt at the pool with my friends while everyone else who had no boobs and no butt could wear whatever they wanted. But I was the one who had to cover up even more. <laughs> like, uh, I've, I've resolved that rage. Don't worry. Anyway. The point is, find something that really does work for your body shape. For me, you know, I'm a curvier body and it, it takes time and effort to do to find something that looks a little bit better on me um, and makes me feel good. Um, so do that. Don't don't feel discouraged by the search. Um, but that's just like one tiny, teeny, tiny thing that like I have personally found when it comes to summer that like, OK, do some research, find some like types of bathing suits that look really good on you and accentuate this and um, make you look good and make you feel good. And that's okay. That's not necessarily vain. But overall, really what I've, the past two points that I've made is um, really start to change the conversation that you have with yourself. You hear about that left and right of like chain, like what's your self-talk sounding like, right? And honestly, ask yourself that. How often are you being self-depreciating about your your looks and how you feel and all that? And can you change it? You don't have to announce it to the world. You don't have to make the Instagram post. It's just like literally change what you're telling yourself in your brain and then speak a new, you know, <clears throat> whatever you call it. Um, just write a new chapter, like start a new book, like start telling yourself a new story, right? Um, besides that, I think a lot of people, one of the things that I've thought about for this topic was, ew, 
Sorry, I touched my cat's butthole. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm like, every time I start to record, he just has to be on me, and he's such a big kitty, and he starts bothering me. Anyway, so another thing, too, that you can start doing is stop comparing yourself, right? There's So when you look around at the pool, think look at... All, I do this a lot, actually, but I'm not judging, right? I'll look at all the different body types that are there. You're honestly, like, even though your body is very unique and beautiful, like, so is theirs. But theirs is so much different, right? And they might have their own insecurities, but honestly, like, look around at the pool and all the different body types that are there. You're not alone. You have a, um, a different body type than that person, and that's great. And I think that when it comes to our insecurities and the things that we're insecure about with our physical self is that it, it, you think that the world is looking at it like a big sticker on your forehead, that it just stands out. Everyone, that's the first thing people notice X, Y, Z, but honestly, it's not, it's not going to be, people aren't going to judge you generally the good, good people that are out there. I'm not going to judge you based on this thing that you feel is just sticking out like a sore thumb. So honestly, tell yourself that, that, that you, you're not standing out as much as you are. Your insecurities might be loud in your brain, but they're not being loud to the world unless you are actively talking about it <laughs> and being self-depreciating. But don't, honestly, don't. The next time you feel, I just get so sad when I hear people kind of, kind of degrade themselves. Is that the right word? Yeah, anyway, you know what I mean. But when they talk so negatively about themselves in front of people, then I'm just like, no, no. And I might fall into their trap of <laughs> needing that validation from other people. I don't care. But don't talk like that. Like, don't talk. When you feel yourself about to have that sentence with another human, stop yourself and just cut it short, make it awkward. I don't care. And the other point to this that I'd like to make, um, it. It sounds kind of harsh, but this is, or extreme maybe, I don't know. But this is something I've told myself a lot over the years and it has, and it can apply to really anything, right? When I was growing up, my brothers were always like more talented than me. (laughs) They always got the easy A's, you know, they were in all the sports, they were the stars, the football captain. I'm just kind of that wallflower couch potato, And it got to me for a long time because I wanted to be good at something, but I just wasn't. I just felt so mediocre and um, which prompted my love for other things like the Enneagram. uh, Well, that came way later, but other things I knew I was good at. I'm good at public speaking. I'm good at reading and I'm good at writing. And my brother sucked at that. And um, so I started to tell myself from a young age that there will always be someone better than me, but there's always going to be someone worse than me. And that made me, oddly, feel good. Because as long as I'm not the worst, <laughs> that sounds horrible. And that's why I need to like draw, draw out this explanation. Because in terms of what we're talking about right now, is that someone will always be skinnier than you. Someone will always be bigger than you. And it sounds bad, but I, I hope you kind of understand where I'm coming from. It's just that you're not the worst is what I'm really trying to get at. 
you don't need to have 1% body fat. You also don't need to be 500 pounds, right? You need to do what is best in your best interest for your body, for your health, for your um, mental health, all of it. And I think for me, that that mindset just took a lot of weight off. And that's why I wanted to bring it up, even though it sounds really like intense or really judgmental to people who might be worse off than you. But that's not what I'm trying to say. It just for me personally, it just took a lot of pressure off my shoulders to, you know, be, you know, the master at some talent or to have the six pack, you know, (laughs) and that it helped me look at what I'm doing that I am on a good trajectory. I am developing great habits and I'm doing really good things for my body. I'm doing great things for my body. And that is the mindset I would have to come back to time and time again to kind of reset, take the pressure off, stop comparing myself to other people and their progress or their physiques or whatever it is, and to just worry about myself, <laughs> honestly, and, and my journey and stop thinking about what the outside world is doing or thinking of me. So I hope that those kind of, those little things just kind of help the next time you're out on the boat or at the pool to, um, you know, relax and be able to have some fun. You should be able to have fun and, and think about what that looks like for you. How can I have fun? What can I do? Do you want to go get a spray tan? Go get a spray tan. I put on, um, for the wedding this past weekend, I did a self tanner actually, and it looks so good. There's oh, there's something about a tan that just really makes you feel like so sexy. <laughs> so being at the pool, I was looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, okay, that's that's cute. Look at you. You're not neon white. <laughs> so if you want to go get a spray tan, go for it, girl. Get your hair done. Like whatever it is. And it don't think that those things are vain, but they can boost your mood, boost your confidence a little bit because you you know you your nails look good or your hair looks good. And I think that's cute and fun and you should pamper yourself for sure. Also, PSA, don't forget to wear that sunscreen because coming from a ginger family, I'm not ginger myself, but girl, it is in my blood. <laughs> my mom, it comes from my mom's side of the family and she's had a lot of skin cancer, not the really bad stuff. There have been a couple of times where it was really iffy, um, but she's had so much removed because she's this ginger blooded woman living in California and in the nineties or no, the seventies and eighties, sunscreen probably didn't even exist back then. Anyway. So she was the one who taught me that anti-aging starts with sunscreen and she's just seeing her journey of getting skin cancer stuff removed from her skin. It's like for real, there was one spot she had on her cheek. It was like a real light brown spot. Like it, (coughs) it wasn't like the color of a freckle. It was a real light brown, but she was there for the longest time ever since I was born. And a couple years ago, her dermatologist decided to be like, well, let's take a look at that turns out they needed to remove it and it was so much more than what you could see like they started peeling it back it was like on her cheek right so they had to cut like think of a c-shaped cut from her ear all the way down to her bottom jaw like it looked like a like a lion just mauled her 
surgically remauled her. her. (laughs) And because it it wasn't just that little spot. It was like so deep under her skin that it would like spread through her whole cheek. And it just looked horrible. I'm like, oh my God. So anytime I see somebody not wearing sunscreen or like complaining about it, I I literally pull up a picture of my mom the day after surgery. be like, this look, put sunscreen on. (laughs) And you're like, oh my God. So that's my personal PSA. I always wear that big, big round hat. People make fun of me and call me a diva, but I don't care. Wear it. I'll put sunscreen on my face still, but I'll wear that hat. I need to wear that like every single day, no matter what. I would look like a real weirdo if I did that. But I'm, I'm getting to the point where I really don't care at all. <laughs> I care. I don't care at the pool, but wearing something like that to like the grocery store in the winter, it's a little different. <laughs> But my skin will probably thank me when I'm 60 or 70. So yeah, that is kind of what I wanted to talk about today. A quick little boost of motivation and inspiration, I hope. I know I kind of, when I'm recording these things, I feel like I'm just bouncing off the wall with my thoughts. And because I don't have any notes in front of me, I'm just staring out my window talking. (laughs) But um, I hope that all makes sense to you guys. Um, But tell me your summer plans. I want to... Um, if you're in our Facebook group, I'll, I'll make a post um, when this episode is live asking about your summer plans um, because we want to be able to support each other and collaborate in that Facebook group. So there you'll see me asking that question and, and kind of tell me like, you know, the things that you do that in the summertime that you have fun with and um, whether it's food related or self-confidence related like things that you've done that have helped you personally with things like that whether it's like like I said like meal prepping or having this to eat instead of that to eat at the at the pool drinking can be a big a big setback for people I know that usually is for me although although I will say when I'm outside all day in like the scorching heat I really don't like drinking because I just feel so dehydrated but um yeah, anyway, what what are your little tips and tricks that you've um, experienced over the years that you would like to share with other people? Especially, I don't know, I'm kind of curious about the bathing suit thing too now that I brought that up. <laughs> I can't go back now. Um, yeah, so yeah, I would just love to hear from you guys and see what you think of the episode and also shoot me your ideas. I love to... Um, get new ideas of what you'd like to hear on the podcast. We're still a little baby podcast. So like I've said, just recommend and uh, review if you can or haven't already. That is very helpful to us. And also another little, uh, I guess, news update corner. We're going to be doing videos soon. So you'll be able to see our, well, my gorgeous face at least. Um, you'll be able to see that on Spotify if you are a Spotify listener. I think that is the coolest little feature that Spotify just came out with. You can like watch um, your podcast episodes like it would be on YouTube. We're also going to be on YouTube if you guys don't have Spotify or use Spotify. So we'll start doing that in the coming weeks. I am moving this weekend, so wish me luck. Um, moving in with the new boyfriend, so... That's um, going to be our big first hurdle. <laughs> Moving always tests relationships, right? <laughs> Don't worry, I have a plan, but it will go great. Anyway, I'll let you all know how that goes next week. Until then, you guys have a great week. 
Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast.